up that diesel. Um, 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 let's go diesel. Um. The, the fan base is very split on this, of course, because of, of course they are, man. Are we We're looking at this from a football perspective. They got assets in exchange for players that may or may not have been difficult to sign long term. But it's never an easy pill to swallow when you trade away the second overall pick in the draft before he even reaches his fifth year option, which he wasn't even going to get anyway. I mean, which is a underrated storyline here that if he had gotten the fifth year option, you probably would have gotten more in exchange for the trade. Yep. You would have under contract for longer. Mm-hmm. Yep, it sucks. I mean, dog, I started on Tuesday. I was boosted when they gave us that early second rounder for, for Montez. And it immediately just gut punched. It's like somebody just, just oh, you who, did, who told you you could have fun? And just slapped me the fuck down. <laughs> I mean, like, when you think back, obviously, when they didn't pick up Chase's option, we kind of had a feeling it was going to come to this, that we were going to lose one of them. I just, I was more so upset that, like, damn, season's not over. I understand. You trade one, you get a pick for Montez. And believe me, I'm cool. Second round pick. If you weren't going to resign, I'm cool. It's just a thing with Chase, like, 24 years old, looks like he's turning it around, and he just gave up. Um... You traded him for a comp pick. And it's just like, was it really that bad in the locker room with him or the relationship between him and the coaches where we couldn't ride this out? I mean, this was their first draft pick when they arrived to this city. And it's like, that's how it's going to end? You just like, give really? him away. Just give him away, Cliff. I think more so that's what that's just what pissed me off. It's just like, we're, we're giving him away. Like, if you see a player, obviously we know he had the injury. We know all that. I get it completely. Has he lived up to, to expectations? Maybe not. But this is not a player that's in his late twenties, thirties. Like this is someone who you had under contract, who you like you mentioned earlier, Paul. They could have picked up the option. You could have seen maybe he started to reach his ceiling, or how Ron always talks about immaturity. Like you know, as you get older, you begin to mature more. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, disappointing that that's how this whole situation ended up, man. That's just it's just disappointing for me. Let me ask you a question, Corey, before I let Cliff chime in. Are you more frustrated with the situation and how it went down with Chase because you thought he was coming around, or you think you're just frustrated with the fact that well, oh, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Are you more frustrated with Chase or are you more frustrated with the coaching staff not giving him a fair shake? to like actually work this shit out or whatever he was going through to, to make this full 180 in his career? I guess it's a little bit of both. Um, I mean, I know us on here, like we don't ignore the fact that he had a serious knee injury. And I don't know what was going on in the locker room. We, we saw all the stuff that was getting leaked out and talking about he's undisciplined and going freelancing and, all this other shit, and it's just throwing him under the bus as he's leaving out, which I know we'll get to. But it's like, you guys are in charge. You drafted him. You coach his ass up. 
to hear Ron say addition by subtraction, it's like, bro, he was playing more than anybody on the D-line. So if it's really addition by subtraction, why was he playing so much? Why didn't you bench him? Like, That's to a good me, point. He, was, he was showing signs. I'm not saying he was 2020 chase, but he was clearly getting back into form. He was showing the burst. We didn't have many game changing plays just yet, but you can't tell me that wasn't a player that was starting to, I feel like that was turning it around. I mean, I I hear you on that. And and we're going to get to the whole thing with the Michael Silver piece and um, what appears to be a hit piece by somebody in the coaching staff with Chase leaving out. Just to you can say it, it was Ron. It probably was Ron, man. It probably was Ron. We, but we're going to talk about that because that, that's, that leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It's more passing of the buck instead of ownership being taken by whoever let, let it leak. It's just a dig at a, a high-profile player as he's leaving, which is very typical of the Bruce Allen, Dan Snyder, Jay Gruden days. I thought that was a be- we were beyond that, but we'll get to that later. I want to let Cliff chime in because me and Corbin dominating the mic so far. Cliff, go ahead and say your piece real quick. Oh, no, nah, Corey, keep going. <laughs> you know, man, because we talk, Cliff, you know how I feel, bro. Like, obviously, this is our team. We're going to move on. We're going to rock. We're going to rock with the team. But it's just like, it just feels like, not saying they're giving up, but like, you just gave up on the number two overall draft pick from. <laughs> four years ago and it's just like hey fuck it let's move on like we'll take a comp pick like ron what mega yeah. jack what this and is I the guy that said, you guys wanted to build a defense around they said you some just shit like they would have taken basically they would have taken anything i mean it, it appears that way they would have taken just about whatever to get rid of him but it also speaks to um the lack of a market for chase young for whatever reason for whatever reason there was a less of a market for Chase Young than there was for Montez Sweat. Yeah, but an extension probably wasn't possible. Yeah. That might not have no been a part of the conversation with Chase. Mm-hmm. Right? That might have been uh, the bigger factor. So you give up less. But look, I think it's one of those things. The, the, you could trade Montez, you get a second round pick. I get it. You could trade Chase for a third if you want. But they said they were gonna. It seems like there's been a shift. Mm-hmm. That's all. It just seems like there's been a shift in philosophy here. Um, you could have got a third for Chase when he when he signed in the summer. I'm sorry, in the off season. Uh huh. You get a third for him. He's headed towards a, a pretty good deal. Um, boom. <laughs> Don't I'm not doing the hope thing. I'm not doing that. They're not on that road too much, Cliff. And 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 not only have you been on that road too much, I have no reason to believe that he that that he, that the philosophy that Harris brings wins championships. He doesn't have any champions. So when people are just like, Well, it's a new it's a new era we're getting picks. It's like, well, that doesn't mean you're going to have success. Like it doesn't work that way. Right. So I'm just not, I'm not going down the road of like, Oh, well, now we have this many picks in the, in the X, Y, Z. It's like, yeah, but you know, we, we have all this cat space. 
That's literally all I heard Bears fans say all last year. Mm-hmm. That's how losers talk, period. They talk about cap space and how many picks they got. How many picks the Chiefs got? Who knows? What's that cap space situation? No clue. Anybody know? No clue. What's the 49ers cap situation? I have no idea. I have no idea, Eagles. but I know these motherfuckers are spending crazy right now. Eagles. How many picks the nope. Jaguars? Jaguars got all their picks? No clue. Don't fucking know. You know who talks about picks in cap space? The shitty teams. Period. Yeah. I'm going to play the contrarian right now, or the op- other side, just because I know for a fact how Corey feels. Clip been more measured on this. I'm kind of on the other side of the fence right now. I, I've kind of moved on, so I'm just going to play that side. I hear what you're saying, Cliff, about the picks, but it, we're three and five. No matter what you think about this roster right now, the record is what it is. You can blame the roster. You can blame the coaching staff. It, it doesn't matter. The fact of the yeah. matter is, in about three months' time, four months' time, there's going to be a whole new set of people running this show. They probably want a chance to reshape this team in their own image, and the extra picks will help them do so. That's a measured, logical way of approaching this offseason, knowing the fact that Ron and them probably won't be back. Yeah, that's totally fair. That's why we measure Because that's the, the football aspect of it. From a football operations perspective, forget it. I just, I see a player, uh, this isn't to say Chase was about to win, like, multiple depoys like some Aaron Donald not shit. Not at all, Cliff, and that's not what I, I'm saying either. Yep. My thing is you you trade players like Chase only to find yourself trying to find a player like him. Yep. Make another and you You just gave him away. Like, who does that? <laughs> also, that's my who's thing. Making, like, who, who's making these my, decisions, Cliff? My thing who's, is, like, who does that? Who, who's, who, deter- who's making this call, though, is what I'm trying to understand. Because when we who went back the to the, the who owner. made the call, we know it was the owner. We know it was the owner at this point. We know it was ownership. So now we, so now we giving owners pat on the back for jumping off the yacht, making trades and shit. That's what we doing now. And I'm not saying he's that guy, but it's like, damn, like we not concerned <laughs> about our owner stepping in at week nine, saying, "All right, I need you to trade these two guys. I need these picks because that's what I want, and that's how we're gonna roll." Okay, yeah, but you, core, yeah, my, my but you know what, owners, oh, my thing, my thing with the Snyder intervening stuff is that the issue wasn't that Snyder intervened. The issue is that Snyder was wrong all the time. <laughs> owners, <laughs> like own, you own the fucking team, no doubt. No right. doubt. Like, took Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. That was the owner's pick. Oh, that wasn't the great Howie Roseman. Nah, that was the owner. <laughs> Right. The owner's a draft guy. He says he's been a draft guru back when he was doing like uh, producer work. So he does like his own draft research. Yeah. I think there's a difference though, Corey, between what Snyder used to do, which is just bum rush the draft room and make choices after people have spent 11, 10 months out of the year evaluating college players and coming to a wise decision about who they wanted to pick versus Josh Harris. I don't know for a fact what he's going to do, but it seems like he just wants to empower whoever is next in charge for his job, for that job, right? Well, I kind of feel like, 
Go ahead, my fault. No, no, I was just going to say that it seems like he's the type of guy who he's going to spend a, a ton of time. He's going to use all his resources to find the guy who's going to make these selections for him. He's not going to make it himself. So the fact that he hopped off his yacht and told Ron, eh, ah, 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 you believe in this team? Cool. You're training them players today. It don't bother me as much because if we were having this conversation in two months where Montez and Chase both gave us 17 games and we finished 7 to 10 and they left for nothing, we would be pissed here. We'd be on this conver- on this podcast talking about what the fuck is Josh Harris doing. I feel like you on that. Been. I mean, well, we would have got two comp picks. So. But Cliff, that's my thing. And I'm not even going to say on the comp situation. I'm okay if you wanted to trade Montez. He's 28. He's four years older than Chase. You got a second round pick. That's hard to turn down. You could have let Chase Young play this year out. He has five sacks right now. Okay, you don't want to keep him long-term? Cool. So over the next nine games, he may get another five to eight sacks, which increases his value. You can tag him, and you can trade him for maybe a higher pick. I'm glad I'm you said that, Thor. I'm glad I just kind of feel like they just jumped the gun. No, nah, they just I, – I, I separate the two moves. To me, Montez was a front office decision. Sorry, a uh, ownership decision. Trading Chase was a uh, front office coaching staff decision. I can see that. I think honestly, what it was is, and this kind of has been like echoed by the media. They were ch- trading Chase this week, no matter what. Right. When they offered a high second for Montez, they were like, "Well, we we have to take that too. Mm-hmm. We have sure. no choice." And I don't, I don't even blame them for that. Because if you had told me last week or at any point over the past four years that we were trading both Montez Sweat and Chase Young, I'd be like, well, somebody would have had to have blown us away for the offer. And a high second, it's, that's, a, that's hard to turn down, man. That's hard to turn down. For a guy, I think I made a comp last week in our private chat that he's more like a Rackpo. He's a guy who will give you 8 to 12 sacks every year, maybe never a pro bowler, but like on the cusp of becoming one. You want Shit, Rack made a Pro Bowl. Don't do that. No, Rack made a Pro Bowl, but Rack wasn't a perennial Pro Bowl. Know, he's a guy who would just Man, Rack, if Rack, if you if you were to put a Rack Po next to this group, motherfucker would have 15 sacks. Oh, yeah, no, like, hunting, Cliff. No, I'm right. hunting. What I'm saying, what I'm saying about, about Tez, I don't mean to say on Tez. My Tez player. My bad. Go ahead, Cliff. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your point. What I'm saying, Tez a good ass player. But you're about to pay this man $25 million. Right? Do you want to spend $25 million on Montez Sweat? Or do you want to take your chances on getting the next the next TJ Watt or Joey Bosa or whatever in the Wait, draft? What do you mean? What do you mean? Or you could get the next fucking Trent <laughs> Murphy. Like, we don't know what the fucking pick's going to be. Facts. Well, that's, that's the thing with picks. They're picks. They're unknown. They're hypotheticals. Nah, they're lottery tickets. I mean, that, that too. <laughs> have not cashed out a lot. Now, you know what it is for guys like Montez? People only, people are obsessed with sex. The guy, if you're a DM who is excellent against the run, you get no credit for it. And he's wow. against the run. He's great against the run. And and it's like a, I think it's like a fundamental flaw in just like how football's talked about. Mm-hmm. You just get zero credit for being Unless you play, if you play in the middle and you're a great run stuffer, you get credit. You if get you play credit. on the end and you do it, 
They don't give you any credit. Cliff, no credit for for stopping the run. No credit for setting the edge. No credit for well, you're you're nineteen percent of the time, Chase. Hey, you're getting pressures. You're affecting the pocket for the quarterback. But since you didn't make the sack, nigga, you ain't doing nothing. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the Bears got a good one, man. That's all I know. The Bears definitely got a good one. For sure. Well, I, wish you well, bro. I think the I think the I think the the issue and I'm not gonna speak for Corey, I just say there's new ownership. They started off with the rah rah stuff. But they haven't told us what their direction is for the football team right now they're focused on business they wanted to let the season play out they told us they told us they let the season play out they they changed their mind Mm -hmm. right a head of analytics was hired and was heavily involved in making trades right Mm -hmm. it's just assumed because people like transactions it's it's just assumed that this is all gonna like like people that people know what they're doing. And I get I get it from a football perspective. The trades, totally get it. I, I honestly, I, I, it, fundamentally, I'm not tripping off the trades. I just think you probably could. What if if Chase was to go off for the rest of the season? He would prov- not only would he provide uh, provided your team added value. Mm-hmm. He would have potentially, like Corey said, been had a higher trade value. Unless you you literally couldn't have him in the locker room, which that's already been disputed, you didn't have to do it. So what is it about the coaching staff that didn't just they just didn't want him anymore? Let me ask and, you a question. Oh go ahead. And and one last point. Because you all have consistently misread your own roster, why the fuck would I trust you on face? Thank you, Cliff. Why? Yep. Those are two good points, and and I thank you for saying that because I want to ask both y'all a question. Do you think the decision to trade Chase was Ron and company going to Josh when discussing what who to trade this week and Josh listening to Ron, or do you think this is something that Josh has observed himself? Because I don't know if Josh would have traded a cornerstone piece. We call him the cornerstone piece of this franchise. He's obviously very popular in the fan base. He had to have known it would have been received poorly to trade him, considering he is so popular with some of us. Some of us, of us hate Chase, but we're, we're going to save that for the, um, yeah, we'll save that for another podcast. But do you think this is more Ron getting in somebody's ear, or is this Josh observing what's happening and be like, "Hey, we have to get this guy out of here"? Not I personally. Not on some get this guy out of here. There's there's a reason you put the Mike Silver piece out. Mm-hmm. Because it's that's your way of justifying it. There you go, Cliff. Yep. Because you knew it. You because you know fundamentally from a football perspective. It doesn't make sense to trade him for a third round pick. Like that doesn't make any sense. When you would get one for him anyways, and now you just don't have a D end. Like, yeah, I'm with Cliff. And Paul, it was more Ron. I'm sure he presented it to Josh. And I'm sure Josh is like, okay, and Mr. Analytics guy that they done brought in, 
They probably spoke to him. He's like, hey, what's the value you think we can get for this guy, Chase Young? And he probably let Ron make the decision. They took the pick. Going to roll with it. I don't think Josh technically had um, – I don't think Josh was part of making the decision overall. I think it was more so coach staff, coach GM Ron wanted to get rid of him. Like Cliff said, this Mike Silver piece came out. Ron's trying to justify, well, this guy's not coachable. He's not disciplined. He's not that. To make himself look good because in the end, that was the first pick regime. Yeah. Gone for a comp pick. Addition yeah. by subtraction. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like that, like, there's no reason to say any of that. Let me tell you, when I saw that, the addition by subtraction thing, I, that was from Rossini. Rossini got that from the coaching staff before Michael Silver came out with his little hit piece. Yeah. I, that, that's nonsense. That's silly to me. If you want to sit here and say, okay, we have Montez and Chase, Jack tends to do more four-man rushes when it's them two on the field. They haven't been producing. So we perhaps could get better results with lesser players who blitz more. Fine. But you aren't going to convince me that Casey Tuhill and Jane Smith-Williams are better than Tez and Chase. So by wow. saying addition by subtraction, it just doesn't make sense to me. It right. doesn't make sense. Talent wins, man. Why can't this you scheme talk? Why can't All you change the scheme with them play? Why couldn't Jack change the scheme with Tez and Chase? You know what I'm saying? Then you could have been like, okay, at the end of the year, we're reevaluating what we need at defensive end. We're going to let mm-hmm. y'all walk. We're going to take the comp picks. That's it. But to come out and say, oh, yeah, we can do better with less. That's silly. That's silly. It just is. bro. I'm sorry, but... Adjust your scheme to your talent. Yeah, but that's what what they felt like they had to put out there in order to justify trading them. Fucking disgusting, man. And that's the same shit that was going on with Bruce, (laughs) going on with Shanahan, going on on with Gruden, going on with the guy jumping off the yacht. Like, Mr. Culture Guy told us all that shit was done. No leaks. We're not going to do that shit. No hit pieces. I thought we moved past all that. So now here he is trying to save his fucking job because, once again, his team is three and five, looking like ass. Done. And you're going to put a hit piece out on the kid on the way, on his way out? Just let him go. Like, all you had to say was, Chase, we appreciate you. Chase had a great rookie year. It's unfortunate he had an injury. We feel it's best for a change of scenery. He's going to move on. Good luck for him. But instead, you hit up your BFF from college, Mike Silver, who you hired 20, in 2020, be a, basically a beat writer on it for the team. Follow you around, talk about all all the shit you're doing, bring it to the team, this and that. So we all know Ron was the one that did that leaked that shit and had the nerve to sit in this press conference talking about well, whoever said that put a name to it. Like Ron, knock it off, bro. Stop been talking about your ass since you got here. Stop I it. And I, I know y'all remember that shit. 2020, I was on Ron. I tried to give him a shot with all that bullshit he was talking in his press conferences, and it's just got worse and worse year after year. No, it's, to do it's, that, it's, it's, it's unacceptable, man. It's sad to see, man. Ron is a respected dude. Like, I yep. respect Ron Rivera infinitely more than any coach we've had here since Gibbs point 2.0, man. Like, yep. even Mike Shanahan, because Mike Shanahan was doing some bullshit with his son out here with RG3 and this and that. It's just like, yo, I, I just like, Ron was supposed to be the adult in the room, yep. right? For you to do this is crazy. Listen, man, they said that the man... Freelance is too much. He deviates from scheme too often. He left a bad taste in his mouth 
the motherfucker don't want to show up for, for OTAs and this and that. We all have eyes. We all have ears. We all can observe what he's saying is mostly true. Why go to the media and say it? It just makes you look bushly. Yep. Like, no other way to put it, Paul. Yep. You, 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 didn't, you didn't have to do it. And, like, the, the, the fans who are saying it's not slander because it's true, which I guess technically is right. It is not technically by the book slander because slander has to be, by definition, false. So it's not the right word I'm looking for. But you're, you're dragging this man out the door trying to make yourself look better. Whether it's true or not is irrelevant. Why are you doing it? You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it because we all can see it. And you, Ron Rivera, two-time coach of the year, it's beneath you, dog. Why? For what? Mr. Culture Guy. Dog. In-house. That's what Ron told us when he got here. I remember all that shit. We're not going to do none of that. We're going to keep this things in-house. We're going to do things the right way. We're going to find, you know what I'm saying? All that shit he was spewing out his fucking mouth. And here he is telling his BFF, Mike Silver, undisciplined. Good. Like, the whole fucking D-line was undisciplined in 2021. Why are you just singling out Chase? None of them played up to par. And, and let me tell you something, Corey. The fans who, like, I got a lot of messages this week, a lot of people being like, notice they didn't say the shit about Tez. Like, I'm like, oh, Tez has been a model player since he's been here. I ain't never heard a peep out of Tez. Tez is not right. is not a type that's going to be controversial. He's going to show up and he's going to play this and that. It's like, y'all y'all not getting it. Y'all just not getting like Like, the meme, what's not clicking? What's not clicking, dog? Like, how y'all not understanding that what Ron is doing is fucked up? No matter wh- how you feel about Chase, what Ron was did, it, it didn't set us back or anything like that, but it definitely reminds me of the fucking yep. Snyder years, bro. Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. Sus. Just sus all the way just around. Just make a clip, clip. Are we talking crazy? Because I just think that's, that's Bush League. Like Paul said, that shit is weak, bro. That was real weak, man. I'm sorry, but that was weak. That's weak on Ron's part. And to sit in this press conference and say, I don't know who said that. Ron, come on, bro. What are you talking about? Who else would say it? Who else would give Mike Silver information on the locker room? Which is what you were doing all of 2020. You don't know where it came from? Come on, bro. Talk to us like we stupid, man. We're not dumb. It's this a, is not Charlotte, North Carolina. No offense to people down there, but bailed, we know football up here, bro. Thinly bailed <laughs> lie, too. It's like, it's like, I understand that if you had gone to a reporter that you don't have a, a immediate connection with, dog, you went to Mike Silver, and he reported that joint hours after the trade. I'm like, yo, come on, man. <laughs> you saw the, I know y'all saw the tweet that Grant Paulson put out, and Mike Silver retweeted it. Like, yes. yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Seen that? Come on, man. Y'all right, right. man. I don't know, man. And, and another thing, we, we got to talk about this. Um, for, for the crowd that thinks that Casey Tool is going to step in and, and all of a sudden be uh, – the next coming of Ryan Kerrigan, hey, man, I, I always think about, I think it was uh, Ben Standing, not Ben Standing, it was um, Bram Weinstein when he was covering the Wizards. And he was saying, oh, my goodness, Tracy Murray just hopped on the bench and gave us 50. Maybe he should start, like, slow down. There's a reason why he don't start. <laughs> if you want to give this man 39 minutes a night, you're going to see why he's a bench player. Like, I like Tuil, and I hope he balls out. That'd be great if he balls out. But, like, of course. If we you, don't want to see two hill don't play do, well. You think Casey can do what Chase do? You're in for a rude awakening, man. Like, I just I'm being realistic. Come on, let's all be realistic here about what's actually happening. Tuo's gonna play. He might have some splash plays because he's a high effort player. And I love that about him. 
but he's not Chase Young. He's not Montez Sweat. Stop it, five. Please. <laughs> Cliff. Yo. Get that time in, bro. <laughs> nah, they're gonna, they're gonna, I mean, they're going to play the DNs, though. The young boys. Right? They're going to play the young guys. It doesn't, I don't give a fuck. Whatever. All right. Ron Rosario did that shit because he knows the only guy this coaching career. Yeah, man. It, it, the desperate moves of a man who is who has months left in his coaching career. I, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's sad to see, man. You could have just wrote out. You would have got fired, man, but at least you would have been like, I went down with dignity, right? Like this. Yes. Yes, Paul. To me, this stains the entire fucking tenure, dog. Like, why? Okay. You didn't get us where we wanted to get to, but you kind of, you set it up for the next group to take this team to the next level. You gave us a little bit of dignity, some respect around the league. You know what I'm saying? We got the dickhead owner out. (laughs) Appreciate you. You, you. You were a good face for the franchise. Now you going out like the rest of them with these fucking leaks. Right. Shitting on players. Like that shit is so unnecessary. And like Paul said earlier, you supposed to be the adult in the room. You were the one we were expecting to have a little bit more dignity, show a little more class. But no, you're going to shit on your first pick because it didn't work out. And now all of a sudden it's all his fault. He didn't want to adapt to the scheme. He was messing up. He was like, <laughs> right. How about, how about you and Jack don't know what the fuck y'all are doing? Because your fucking defense sucks. I mean, facts, facts. It's like, yo, you've been losing these games. You've been making a fool of yourself in the press conferences. You've been saying silly shit pretty much since you got here. Like, you've been, you've been kind of like losing your fastball for four years straight, right? Looking like Nolan Ryan at 47. It's just like, yo, I understand that you're not the best coach in the world, man, but you got my respect because you came to this organization when we was at a crossroads. Shit was fucked up, and you steadied the, the, the ship a little bit, right? You didn't win many games. Definitely not as many as we thought you would. Definitely not as many as you would have liked. But at least you did that shit with class and dignity, right? Like Joe Gibbs said, win with style, man. Win with style. Like, you don't have to fucking be a fucking Super Bowl champion, but at least be an adult, dude. This is wild the way you went out. It truly Mm -hmm. is. Well, you you all are missing something here. Okay. We miss a clue. Rivera's legacy ain't going to be tied to this. That's not how he sees it. Rivera sees Sam Howell as his legacy here. I'm being dead ass. He brings him up a lot. That's how he's been talking in the press conference, yeah. He brings him up a lot. He believes that that is what he's going to leave this franchise with. So that it, like, people can criticize the record and say whatever they want. But he's it, to him. It's gonna be like, <clears throat> and I and this is not even to sound like his attorney. I would say to y'all, if I was Rivera, listen, y'all don't know what the fuck fuckery I've been dealing with with that asshole for the last three years. You you you'd be stunned what the fuck it's been like around here. The fact that we even have people thinking we're gonna win games. Under that guy is crazy. I left you with a hundred million cap space and a franchise QB. <laughs> I mean, if Ron... that's how that's how he. I think that's how he 
season. Like I, I've left you with some good young players. Okay, we didn't do well this year for whatever reason. We're three and five. I, I left you with talent on your roster, and I got you a quarterback in the fifth round. That's to Ron Rivera. That is gonna. That's that's his legacy. That's how he's been focused, talking, Cliff. Right. Yep. I think it's focused the rest of the season is to make sure Sam Howell is successful so that Sam Howell is the quarterback. Hmm. He, he, he does actually – it sounds like he actually does believe He's very convinced. Right? I mean, good. So, so to him, so to him, it's like you can say whatever you want. I dealt – I took over. I dealt with Snyder's bullshit, and then I left you with fucking nine figures in cap space and a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So you can – so don't talk that much shit. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if Sam Howell ends up being the guy here, I, I mean, what could you say to Ron? I mean, I, we could always say, hey, why did you start Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz when – Howell was right there, and we could always, you know, just assume that he wasn't ready last year. But it it works out with Sam. If Sam ends up being the guy and ends up being the quarterback for an extended period, you can't take that away from Ron. He is the one that drafted him, no matter how you feel about the man. Mm-hmm. That's true. Nah, no doubt. No doubt. But speaking of which, and, speaking of quarterback. That's his line of thinking. No. I mean, he's not wrong. And he kind of said as much. I don't know if you remember when he said, well, he says some shit like, this was earlier in the year. He says some shit like, well, if I end up not being here, but the team <laughs> is still successful, I'm going to feel like I had a major part to do with that success. It's what yeah, send said. him his ring. Yeah, send him a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. He was like, if, if, if I end up not coming back next year, but the team takes another step, I'm going to feel like I'm a part of that. <clears throat> yeah, man. I, I agree with you. Well, it actually brings us to a, to an interesting point. Like, let's now, like, reevaluate the roster, right? Because I think we talked about this in the chat. We all were like, okay, we all thought this was a really good roster. Now everybody's switching our run because we're three and five. Do you think the roster is as solid as it was Two months ago, are we tripping? Are we tripping now? Are we tripping then? Or do you think that this is just a matter of us getting more picks to do a soft reboot instead of a full teardown? Like, I don't think that you, you can't say the roster was good as it was two months ago because you just got rid of two good players. So no, you got to replace them. Well, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is two months ago, we thought this was the best roster we had had since 99, right? Yeah. I, I thought this yeah. was the best roster we've had in, in. I haven't changed my mind on that. Listen, that's that's not how the NFL works. That's not how the NFL works. Well, yeah, that that's what I'm saying. Like, you you lost the Giants game, but you could have won. You could have won both the Eagles games, right? That, then the conversation is completely different. In some years, you do win those games. You win two out of three, right? So, dude, our issue is we're giving up. Bumps. Left and right. That is the only, not the only problem. That is the reason. They have to be well, he's a defensive head coach. He can't well, pick I'm his not, defensive coordinator. Nah, nah. 
I'm not putting it on the head coach. I'm putting this Clip, on the I'm just talking day. about all them together. This is their – these – they picked – he chose Maga Jack. He's held on to Maga Jack. Dude, I'm he not, chose this personnel. Forbes, they so they drafted – they drafted Emmanuel Forbes. They I'm didn't sorry. want Gonzalez, not, Cliff. Come on now. We can't nah. – don't get me wrong. I, okay. I hear y'all one, on the roster, one. but we got to call the spade a spade. Okay, first of all. They're fucking 31st you, overall in defense. Both of you wanted Forbes. So I'm saying that. Okay. But you brought in a kid that played zone to play on, man. Hold on. In the end, this is because this is the only sport where they blame the coaches when players don't play well. I don't do that when it comes to You all are getting cooked because you are. Don't tell me that you don't know what the fuck cover three is, and that has to do with the fucking coach. <laughs> like, get the hell out cooked of here. every other year since they've been here, though, Cliff. Yeah, but that's you getting cooked. So I don't want to hear about we have a new secondary coach. Hey, I'm getting cooked because the coach is new. Yeah, you're getting cooked. So y'all are playing like ass. That's on y'all. It is you are the only group making this team look like this. Period. That's that's how I see it. The Denver game, you were giving up bombs. So we're talking about four, three or four players who need to get their shit together. That's that's why I that's why I don't look at like a roster is you're giving up fucking deep passes left and right. How the fuck is that on the, the O line? How the fuck is that on the offense? Cliff, we've been doing that shit for four years though. You've not been doing that for four years. Cliff, they've been getting bombs they, away we, from week is, one to week six, and then they've turned it around two years they, and we were good. So the defense was good, defense years, was ass. Defense was good, defense is ass. The last couple years, they were not getting bombs away like that. It wasn't like this. Bill Jackson? It wasn't like, dude, this is every drive. Highlands? Y'all don't remember them highlights? Nah, it wasn't. It, Corey, this is like Jim Hazlitt level. Like <laughs> no, this is like Hazlitt level. Oh, fuck, man. We're talking about, because we're talking about blown coverages no doubt no doubt i'm not this disagreeing is... i'm not i'm not not blaming them. they're all to blame cliff i'm just saying like year four of this defense and the defense looks like they have no fucking clue personnel and coaches but if the, they can't it's not the defense cover... but you're you saying it's the defense has no no we are talking about a handful of players at one specific position if if you look at this, if you look at the defense overall, you even look at us at like um, intermediate passes, short passes. Our defense has been fine. It's literally bombs. What the fuck? Because that because it'd be one thing if like if you think about if you think about our games, if you think about the drives, right? There was a time where we would get nickeled and down, up and down the field. But we're not getting nickel and fucking nine thirty yards down the field. So what's causing that? Yeah, what's the fix? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. Cliff, I feel you, but that's what I'm saying. And I'm not not blaming the players. They're at fault for that. You're playing the game. But at some point, the coaching staff has got to say, okay, we're getting our asses handed to us on certain plays, certain packages. We cannot keep running this shit or bench these motherfuckers just like you bench Forbes. Because Forbes ain't the only one out there getting his ass handed to him. 
That's fact. That's a fact. But you know what? I don't think Forbes got benched because of his play. You think it was his? I think it's because of his his, his reaction. Not his attitude. His reaction. His reaction to getting cooked was not. I'm not gonna lie. He blew me at the end of the Eagles game, the first Eagles game. The yeah, way the first reacted. Eagles game. That reaction wasn't good. It just that's just like you, you got to be composed, bro, because that is just not a good look. It's not a good look to, to let them know that you're rattled. And and now everybody yeah. knows because you're on the sideline sulking. Nah. I feel like the elite guys, they don't do that, even when they're young. That was a red flag. So he's got to get his confidence back somehow. You, and people can be like, well, you can't, you can't put him on AJ. You can't. It's like, dude, if he fucking lines up and AJ lines up in front of him, what are supposed to do? Call timeout? Stop. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> Nigga yelled, oh, shit. AJ Brown's also cooking everybody in the league right now. I I think all of them. That's the tough thing for Forbes. It's like, dude, you were actually the beginning of a historic run. (laughs) And he's doing this to everyone. So you got to, like, cut yourself some slack, man. It's been a rough goal. AJ Brown. Hey, you were hanging in there. He was. You were hanging in there. But we, Cliff, I'm, I'm with you on that. He, I think he's completely lost his fucking confidence. And as a cornerback, if you ain't got no confidence, you're fucked. You're Shoot. fucked. Any, anybody out there, any of those 11 players on the field. Oh, for sure, bro. Covers. But you know, the cornerback. And, you, on and you're a rookie. It's hard. You're a rookie, man. And it's rookie corner. Rookie corners get cooked out here, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even the ones that become really good, like uh, it's you are AJ Brown. Yeah, that motherfucker is killing right now. It's not helping that all other rookie cornerbacks looking good. That's that's really making it look worse. Like if yeah, but you, I can but you know, if, if Gonzo was getting cooked too, it'd be like okay, well look at the you passed yeah, on Gonzo. Yeah, but you know, we get too caught up in the in the like the short term view of like drafted players no doubt like even when people are like well none of the drafted players are even getting playing time it's like well they weren't only drafted for this year right like yeah for sure that's not the point you're basically really only talking about the first and second round pick the rest to me the rest of them should they be playing you gotta earn your spot we don't just hand third round picks starting spots Mm mm-hmm so it's tough because, dude, when you a first round corner is tricky. Who the first round corners we've taken since when? Since since like two thousand. We've we, the corners we've taken have not really been bummy. Champ, right? Like if I really think Amerson, Carlos, second Ooh. round pick, right? Yeah, but Los like Rogers. Fred Smoot, Carlos Rogers, um. You said Emerson. Uh, I mean, I can't think. Of, I mean, Breland was like a fifth round pick or something like that, or fourth. 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 Yeah, not really. Not many. Not many. So, so the guys that we did draft, I we didn't really see them come out there and just get shredded. We're not used to it. Sometimes, I think we just gotta be patient. Well, be one patient. thing I will say is. is yeah, Forbes a rookie, but what is St. Juice's problem? This nigga's been cooked. My son from Canada's being cooked. Nah, that's not fair. I think St. Juice has played all right. 
Okay, but he also was getting cooked by DJ Moore. I mean, they all were, but <laughs> it's oh, not yeah. Well, listen, DJ a dog too now. I mean, sometimes you just gonna get cooked. That's the life of a corner. No, 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 no. You can't be giving out two fifty to DJ Moore. That's that, 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 was that all? Juice wasn't the only one that got the two fifty. Fuller got a little bit of that too, right? That's yeah, yeah, but that's unacceptable. <laughs> DJ Moore's nice. Night was fucking unacceptable. If we being honest, that should be getting yeah. damn two fifty on you. That's. Are we getting Derek Forrest back at any time soon? Like, what week did he leave? Leave out? Well, he went on IR for four weeks, so it's probably coming to an end. Probably next week, after, right? Been through yeah, it. We should know after this week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's like a serious injury. But yeah. to say what to speak to what Cliff said, I I don't know what this like. Yes, these are individual problems, but they shouldn't be playing even this bad. This is bad for a team with no talent. I know you niggas are talented. You actually are good players. Y'all just look so disjointed as a unit, though. I don't, I, I, I don't know what it is. I have no idea. Thirty-first overall in the fucking league, dog. Points We're per never... game given up. It's just, it's unacceptable. <laughs> well, it's unacceptable, man. And, and like, I know, Cliff. I know you're saying that you have to put on the players. I don't know, man. Like, the coach got to get through to these guys somehow. Right? I mean, at the very least, you are going to be the one that falls on your sword and takes an L for this. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't get rid of all 11 of these niggas. Like, Ron, you know, Ron, Jack, you're going to have to go for this. But while you're still here, you you have to fix it somehow. It's on your shoulders to figure this shit out. Because they're clearly playing below where they should be playing as just a baseline talent. You're bad for your talent. Not even scheme-wise, y'all are just out here just looking just bummy individually. He has to figure it out. Oh, yeah. I mean, does he? I mean, what else do you think the next nine weeks? Like, they, <laughs> they, they better right do something because the they all head to retirement. So they better right. fucking <laughs> have to figure <laughs> out some shit quick. I'm getting a fucking new porch put in in my fucking beach house. <laughs> Ready for this shit to be over with. These, these niggas got senioritis already. They're like, all right, man. Right. Just like, <laughs> Motherfuckers quiet quitting out here. Just all right, man. Just just let me know when it's January 10th. Clean up my locker and pack my shit. <laughs> pack my shit up. Or back to Long Beach. Hey, Long Beach. Yeah, they Cali boys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, straight to the boots. Dan probably called him and said, Ron, just come come when the season's over, just come to the yacht. And I can tell you everything that I did wrong. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. So right now, this with Dan. If this were Dan right now, like, what would this be looking like, this entire scenario? Well, I thought about this the other day. I ain't going to lie to y'all. And I was like, if Dan never had the shit that was going on, I think Ron would have been fired after year three. I was thinking about that a couple of days ago. I don't even think Ron would be here right now. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. I, I know one thing for sure. Chase would still be here if Dan was still here. That's for damn sure. There's no way Dan was, cha- was trading Chase, even after everything they'd been through. Chase, come in my office. Listen. How do you want the defense ran? <laughs> Who do you want? Sam, no, like, oh, man, yeah, man, I'm really sorry about Ron. Like, he's lunching, my nigga. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he probably sat Chase down, poured him a cold bud, and was like, yeah, man. Ron's what if he scores then Bruce left? <laughs> <laughs> no, this oh, man, Dan, was so desperate to just be liked by the 
high-profile players, he would have done anything, including just firing Bron and and Jack on the spot. Like, you're out of here. I'll find somebody else to run the defense. What was year three? What happened in year three? With the defense? They were fucking awful. Oh, that was a disappointment year? Well, what are your – you're probably right. I was thinking about that shit over there. I'm like, I was like, no, I think Dan probably would have fired him. <laughs> shit was shit was ugly. I think. You mean after last year? You mean no. year two? Year two was the really ugly year after the COVID year where they finished. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, year two. Year two. 2021, right? 2021 was year two. Yeah, that's the year that changed. Yeah, my fault. It, they had the nice like uh, I think it was a six game or four game win streak. It was a four-game win streak to get to, like, seven and seven or something and like like that. Was the COVID outbreak last year? No, the COVID outbreak was in 2020 and 2021. Last year was 2022. Okay, 2021, okay. I'm trying to remember who they, who they got. They got smoked by somebody, like, late in the season. When Dallas pulled up the FedEx and stomped us out, we were missing all the players, right? I think that's when we started importing the benches. We started moving that's the, the hitting benches around. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that year. My fault. Yeah. Fuck that was like Ron coming to the office, just packing shit. Fucking up. heated benches. Damn, I'm gonna show you, Jerry. <laughs> stupid ass shit. Fucking <laughs> stupid as shit. <laughs> fucking stupid. We gotta have Paul. When the offseason hits, we have to have a pod. Dumb shit that Dan did. Like, we need to do that one day. It ain't gotta be now, obviously, but we need to have a pod. Designated I think we, what we should do is do. Like a rand, a one with the own the, like one random one per show. Uh huh. Yeah. Not even the high profile ones. Just like the shit, like the heated benches. <laughs> oh God. I'm trying to think of a really funny Danism right now. Like I, I, was, <laughs> I don't know why. I, this week I, I called myself oh. thinking about when he traded a third round pick for TJ Duckett. I was just thinking. I thought he was doing something. Right. Remember, Hannah got. That was, Hannah. Porter's got hurt it was in the preseason game versus Cincinnati. He hurt his shoulder tackling somebody on pick. And mm-hmm. then he was like, why am I even playing these preseason games? And Dan was like, you're right. TJ, come on down. <laughs> Vinny was still here, right? That was Vinny, right? He was definitely still here in 05. Because I'm pretty sure Vinny went on like she you know, was like, hey, we need got TJ Duckett for a third. Like, gassing that <laughs> shit up. And she was like, what? What are you talking about? I know you don't listen to Chia, so you wouldn't know. That. Oh. They said this man would come to the studio when 980 used to be on the pike. He would come to the studio. He would do his show with probably Kevin and like, uh, what's my man? My man um, that's huh. out in Milwaukee right now. He used to have a show here for a real, Zabe. Be Zabe and Kevin. Uh-huh. And after his segment was over, he'd just be like, so guys. What you doing? Like, like hanging out, like lingering in that. Like that was Zorn too, right? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't Vinny. It was Zorn. Maybe it was both of these motherfuckers. Yeah, right? that was, yeah. Zorn no, definitely did that. Don't you have a team to run? Like, aren't you busy? Like, no, just hanging out. <laughs> Fucking Zorn, maroon and black. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, we we definitely will have a pie to talk about the fuck shit over over the damn and all season. We have to do that. Um, did y'all see a thing I sent you today with um his name escapes me right now? I don't have it in front of me. The new guy that's gonna run the analytics. He did a little like conference where he talked about his like philosophy for like team building and, and allocating resources. Did y'all peep that joint? Yeah, I glanced at that joint. Yeah. Y'all have any thoughts on that? I mean, it seems very opposite of what we're doing now. 
Do you like that direction? Is it, is it, what's the opposite? Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't feel like we're very aggressive when it comes to accumulating assets. I saw something in there about uh, using two picks is way better than having one higher pick and, and other things like that. Also, just like pass game concepts and, and philosophies of how often you throw a ball. Which he is, wants to draft running backs high too, or something. Right, which is not opposite to what we do now. Like we throw the ball a, t- a shit ton now. Just like I don't know, I feel like it comes across like very progressive, whereas Ron is is not. But you you always saying Ron. So the analytics of football, I'm into it, but I draw the line when it comes to like the the Philip like the team building philosophical, right? There is, on one end, the conversations like, well, you should get more picks. It's like, well, people have been saying that since before you dorks came over. <laughs> you know, like, get more picks. Uh, right. Yeah, get more picks. People thought that before. Sure, Vinny did it. Remember, we had three seconds. Like, it doesn't take Great. a genius Malcolm to know that you would want more picks. Right. Or, you know, and then, like, that's where, like, at that part, it's like, guys, you didn't invent the wheel here. People know mm-hmm. that you would want more draft picks. Right, no doubt. I, I think mean, I saw some shit like, don't, like, draft running backs high, don't spend yeah. money on them. Yeah. Um, it, these heard things heard are like, yeah, no shit. He said tight ends are the most, <laughs> tight ends are the most unvalu- undervalued in draft. So, I mean, that, that, that says something. I mean, maybe we were talking last night about a, a Rocky Bowers going in the first round. Like, fans would be like, hey, why aren't you drafting an offensive lineman? But you just brought in a guy who uh, clearly values the position and thinks that you should take one, definitely. Yeah, that's that's cool and all. I, <laughs> no, I'm not even, I just, I just don't, I, I my respect for analytics in a, like, when it comes to, like, football philosophy, it's just like, yeah, that stuff is cool. Uh-huh. But on the field, you see, if we don't win up front, we're not winning the game. Very simple. <laughs> so can you help me build a team that can do that? We don't need your fucking comp- I hate to sound like fucking Michael Wilbon. We don't need your fucking computer in order to know that. Well, I, I hear what you're saying, Cliff. But I mean, there is there the numbers to like for example, I'm reading. I have the thing right in front of me. It says, passing league winning causes running. Not the other way around. Um, point two, go for and fourth down, particularly in the red zone and versus long field goals. There's data to back up that going for it in some situations makes sense. And I feel like the current coach here usually is like, you know what? I'm gonna go with my gut on this one. Like he don't really look at things nah, like this you- in, in a way like that. Yeah, but you know what? Here's so my thing in the conversation about going for it is that I would probably be someone that did go by the analytical book on it, right? But then they start calling you a moron like Brandon Staley. I was just about to say, Cliff. So, the words so, yep. And I'm the one out here being called a moron. You, you feel me? So you can mm-hmm. tell me all day, hey, Cliff. Just, you know, the numbers say go for it. But when I go for it and I don't get it, people are on fucking ESPN calling me an idiot. They're not calling you. They're not calling you an idiot with your fucking notepad. They're calling me an idiot. 
<laughs> I, I so that might change. That might change how I feel about just mm-hmm. going for it every time the numbers say go for it. Because I don't want to be called an idiot by Stephen A. Smith. There's <laughs> like I don't think there's anything. That's like the part that the. I think the biggest issue with analytics is what the analytics community in sports in general is that it's become such a literal place that it just like ignores the human aspect of mm-hmm. so much of this, which is why people even watch the shit to begin with. Yep. These people are fucking humans. And you can say, don't go with your gut, but you can't just tell me go for it on fourth and one when I just watch my offensive line get its ass kicked on nine straight thir- third and shorts. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm supposed to just, like, I'm supposed to just be like, cool, let's do it mm-hmm. again. Like, mm-hmm. like that's, that just ignores, like, the human condition. Like, why would, like, come on. You had said this, I mean, that worries you about Josh Harris in general. Is that true? Like, just the way he views the game? the process. Mm-hmm. But just, like, this, not, I think my issue is the long game stuff. What is this mm-hmm. long game shit? You have money, why aren't you competing for titles? Or, like, I don't want to hear that it takes you five years. Yeah, I don't want to no. hear that. Because it's not true. To be honest, your head coach is probably getting fired. Yeah. So what, what's the five year plan for? I mean, that's, that's what Ron was saying. Ron was saying it takes three to five, right? That was a month. So how we all reacted to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, he's, I don't think he's going to be patient, man. I think that he knows his team is. is better than what they're showing. And I think they hit their moves this week kind of back that up because it seems like they're gearing up for, in my opinion, and I, I'm saying this because they didn't trade anybody else. I felt like they really were going to like say, okay, we're, we're just going to tear this shit down and start from scratch. They would have traded everybody who would have netted them any pick. Right? I think they, they think that if they had the money, if shit works out with Sam, and if the draft picks they hit on, they can be competing soon, right? Do you think he's going to penny pinch next? I think the next year they're going to spend a ton of money. I, that's my expectation of them. And I think it would be dumb for them not to do it. But we don't know what the general manager is and what his plan is. We don't know his philosophy. The new GM could come in and be like, we want to slow game this. Or we can get one that's aggressive. We, we, we don't know yet. I hear what you're saying, Paul. Don't get me wrong. 90 million in cap space. You have an opportunity to make hella moves. But I mean, we it, don't know. We just don't that, know yet. I, I hear you on that. But also consider that. You have a window here, especially if Sam is good. If they bring, decide to bring Sam back next year, you have two years to you have to pay him. Terry's approaching 30. John's getting older, right? Like, you have these pieces that you have to actually take advantage of now. If you wait two or three years or five, God forbid, to have this plan reach its fruition, your core is going to be old and probably mm-hmm. elsewhere or whatever, you know? Yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't know, man. I hear what you're saying. I would hope that he knows that there's a little bit of urgency here. Like this team was supposed to be not contend for a Super Bowl, but they were supposed to be better than three and five. Like the fact that you've got stomped out three times in six weeks is is silly. Like somebody should have been fired for this. I I mean they're not gonna fire Ron, but I would have fired Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I heard you get smoked by the Bears on a Monday night. Like what the fuck? Is, what's wrong with you niggas? Like come on, yeah, yeah. I think, I think given the, the Bears and Giants loss, someone should have been fired. Yep. Instead, people were traded. 
And so how the fuck am I supposed to <laughs> view that? Well, we're going to keep the same defensive head coach that's been leading this piss poor, this piss poor defense that we spend all this capital on. And they're dead last in the league, but we're going to trade two players and they'll get it right. Okay. Uh, all right. Shit. Y'all want to make these picks? <laughs> we, we ain't talking no scheming. We ain't talking no Patriots. We just making picks. Hey, man, there's still an opportunity there. Hey, like, your bookings, but the conference is shitty. <laughs> you're only, for Ron's sake, Ron and crew, you're one game out of the seventh seed. So there's still an opportunity there. I'm not anticipating the team to quit. We still got dogs. So, I mean, I know majority of the fan base is assuming this is going to turn into a tankathon, but I, I just don't think that's how they're going to go. That's how they're going to go out. Oh, um, no. I mean, I think it's entirely possible that the defense starts playing well because I think that, like last year when they didn't have Chase and Tez, or they didn't have that Tez, but they have um, Chase, they called an entirely different defense. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. like, going to be surprised if it's still ass in two weeks versus Seahawks, but it's possible that they're actually get this shit turned around in a way that nets them a couple wins in the next few weeks, bro. I could definitely see that. Wouldn't expect it, but I can see it. Yeah. I could also see, I could also see Ramondre running for 135. And oh, my. And Who's the league. unknown receiver from New England that's getting a buck 50? It's, dude, Demario Douglas. It's I think happening. I scooped him up. God, what, what if being a healthy scratch to giving us like a buck 20 and a touch? Dog, he's – Thornton will catch a 50-plus yard. Oh, he's gonna get a bunch of money. Like, <laughs> oh shit! Percy Butler looks just befuddled. Like, I thought you had. Him. <laughs> hey, hey, fucking, I felt so absurd. When Percy got smoked by uh, Swift on Sunday. I was like, damn, dog. <laughs> oh my god, man! Are y'all expecting to see Forbes on the field this week? Yeah, he, he needs to get his ass back on the field. He can't guard these brothers. We have a serious problem on our hands. I mean, who was it? No, I'm a, Forbes, I'm a Forbes guy, but they ain't got no threats outside. You well, get cooked you, by Juju, this is a problem. I'm just they saying. don't have threats against anybody else outside. <laughs> Marvin, Marvin Mims looked like a, if an alien had dropped down half of that Denver game. They would have thought Marvin Mims was the best player in the NFL. We thought he was Steve Smith too. Haven't seen the guy since. The only team he's cooked is us. God. So, so uh, um, look, rookie, young quarterbacks versus Bill Belichick doesn't have this doesn't have a good history. But speaking of which, we, we should speak about Belichick real quick in the Belichick room. Do you think it has legs? I mean, I didn't even talk about it. I didn't it think de- it even. It definitely has legs. You think he's so, fucking, He's fucking from Annapolis. We're going to trade picks for this motherfucker? He had previously talked to the team. Before. The motherfucker talked to Snyder, man. Like, no, I'm not coming to save you. Sorry. No, I, think, I think he... I think he legit considered it. Not like that he was like about to leave, but I thought it was given consideration by him. Y'all be okay in trading picks for Belichick? Are you asking me? Um, Bill's seventy-one years old, man. Like, he's an old man. Do Bill yeah, really still want to be coaching? 
That, exactly. That's why I'm hell asking yeah. that question. Hell yeah, he does, man. <laughs> what the fuck else is he going to do? Right. Oh, you from Annapolis, you got a boat. You can be fishing and, and enjoying you your boat. fishing and die. You want to be coaching die. these you're, say, you're saying, hey, just go die. Hey, yeah, I'm not saying go die. That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. Retire, go fishing. Right. But it, it seemed like someone that goes fishing. He literally had been coaching in the NFL since I was like 23. Yeah, Bill can't come out here, Cliff, and hire uh, Joe Judge's offensive coordinator. You can't come down here. You can't do that, Bill. An underrated point. Not doing it. Corey, now that you mentioned that, an underrated point is like, what if Bill comes down here and just gives us like three clunker years and then retires? Like, People are already saying you couldn't have done it without Tom. You can come down this joint, go ten and six or three, I, like, six and ten. Know, I resent, I resent the whole that that brain Tom, that uh, Belichick Tom thing. Of course I do. It doesn't. That's, they did it together. Like they don't. It's not even just that. For sure. The comparison is like, well, you haven't won a Super Bowl without Tom Brady. It's like, yeah, but like, I never had a quarterback. Facts. I'm just saying, win the Super Bowl without a quarterback. Like, what the fuck is that? And if we're being honest, y'all know I love Tom, but Tom went to a team that was ready, stacked. <laughs> Make that Super Bowl brand. Right, but do you think that Bill, what you're saying, nigga Mike, you, nigga Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronk, Fournette was in shape. <laughs> Christian mm-hmm. Wirfs. Uh, Dominic and Sue. Fucking mm-hmm. Antoine Winfield just cooking. Loaded. Fucking stacked team. Uh, who else did they have? They didn't they have a, they a B on that team too, right? Yeah, with his CTE ass. Please tell me y'all saw A B playing golf. Seeing that stupid. What do you have with them big ass boots on? Oh, the way he's. Swung that golf club is the thing of of of. <laughs> he's just probably got a a toy monkey playing symbols in his head on some. Cymbals. This motherfucker <laughs> is certifiable, dog. It says perfect, man. Um, yep. Would I trade for Bill Belichick? Don't get me wrong, I would take Bill here as head coach. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. Stupid to say we would, but I ain't trade no picks for Bill. Yeah. Not after we're all the fan base is like, oh, we got draft capital. Oh, we just trade in for seventy-five year old head coach. Trade for an old ass coach. Yeah, like no. Bill seventy. I didn't even know Bill seventy one already. He's old as shit, bro. Vince Lombardi on in his career. How he sure did his name? Um, hmm. Pete Carroll. And and don't think that Bill Belichick don't remember that. That's what I'm saying about Bill. The type of shit he's into. He going for that record too, right? Any chasing that? Uh... The yep. wins total. Mm-hmm. And he's just like 30 games short, right? He's not that far yeah. off. And Paul, you said three years. <laughs> Shoot. What if Bill come out and go uh, five and 12, three straight years? I'm not saying he would, <laughs> but what if he does? Like, he's going to have to go home uh, to his boat and be like, yeah, man, I really fucked that up. I why do you keep putting up, this right? nigga on a boat, dog? <laughs> I think that him and Jimmy Johnson are good, like, like boating buddies. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. He probably does fish, but again, Bill Belichick only cares about football, man. 
the motherfucker's been coaching in the NFL like it's got it's gotta be fifty years. <laughs> Didn't he start like the Baltimore Colts or some shit? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I think you're right. I think you're right. Like this is the only what you mean retire. Retire and didn't he and he's going and he went through a bad breakup too. Motherfucker ain't retiring. He got nothing to do. Now he's now he's really never retiring. Coordinated with that mullet. Right. Retired or what? Mm -hmm. Got no wife. See the man barely shaves. Like I'm looking a mess out there. Niggas having a rough season because he's fucking heartbroken. With that fucking hoodie on. <laughs> fucking hoodie on. Nigga looks miserable. Lost his white, lost his gal. Oh. Mac Jones is an asshole. His son looked like baby Chris Farley. <laughs> his his son, oh. is just, he looks like the real life version of um of uh uh Chris Farley's character from Tommy Boy, like young uh, Bill Callahan's son. I'm like, yo. Why are you so on edge? Like, why you look so intense? Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to uh, go with, I kind of want to pick the team, but I'm going to go, I think now it's just like rooting for for success. And the only, really, QBs need to win, also win games. You can't just have your fucking stats. Um, I'm going to go 24-20 Washington. Uh-huh. Um... Deron Payne, two sacks. Hey, now four. Um, I would love to see us win because I'm all about winning games. I don't want to give up, don't want to tank. But Bill, some like you said earlier, Cliff, it's something about when he plays young QBs, he just dials that shit up. I'm concerned for Sam this week. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I'm going to England, and I think. Maybe bombs away on our defense this week with Mac Jones and whoever the fuck is lining up outside. I'm going 26-23 Patriots. Uh, hot take: Casey Tuhill has a three sack game. Wow! Whoa! Wow! And that's going that's going to get the whole fan base riled up. Uh, like, see, I told you, Mac Jones bombs away would be crazy. <laughs> well, I mean. So what, Someone would have to be fired on Monday. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I could see it. They don't have any receivers, but I could see it just because that's just – the way we're getting cooked is not because I don't think they're good players. Like, I've said that on this pot already. I think they're, they just – they're just – they're liable to get cooked by anybody. Y'all just letting Devontae Smith 10, 15 yards behind the defense. Like, nobody's within 15 yards of DJ Moore on that first big game. It's like, y'all just – y'all can come out here and really get cooked by Juju Smith-Schuster in 2023. It could happen. Let Devontae beat the secondary 10, 15 yards. He jumps up. Don't even catch it. Run on the sideline. What What happened? Should I challenge it? Anybody see it? Anybody? We need to Oh, that's not challenge. right. Come on, y'all. Just throw the flag, Ron. Just throw Ron. the flag, Ron. Cliff, it's fourth and four. <laughs> throw the flag. Yeah, but those times where he throws the flag, he, he there's been times where he threw the flag. It's like, a, oh, you got to challenge this. And he was wrong. And you guys called him an idiot. Nah, I ain't called him an if idiot. Anything, if anything, we just didn't get a replay of it. Yeah, because Philly 
hauled ass to the fucking line of scrimmage. Even them Our hauling ass. Line is going crazy. What the hell does that mean? Dude, I watch the NBA every night. I watch people twirl their finger, telling their coach to review fucking 30 times a game. Well, you know them flopping motherfuckers. They doing that on every every well, possession. It's not about flopping. People tell coach any goddamn thing. People just yelling complete. You know what I'm saying? Just to, just to get, if anything, a lot of times <clears throat> you yell that shit on your sideline so they'll call it incomplete so they can't overturn it. My question is, why, why was New York able to overturn the Dotson catch? The Dotson catch, but they didn't overturn Devontae. Yeah. I'll cut you off, bro. <laughs> nah, I want to hear what y'all have to say about it because <laughs> It, it, it's like, to me, it's really crazy that I'm sitting here really fretting about a Sunday matchup versus Mac Jones. Because <laughs> you could get cooked by them. You have shown me nothing that proves that y'all can shut down even the worst passing of offenses. You know what I'm saying? And just that combined with Bill Belichick facing a rookie quarterback that gets sacked a ton, even though he did a much better job on that last week. Shout out to you and EB. I mean, I'm going to pick the Pats. I'm going to say... 27-17, Patriots. Um, I just don't have any faith in the defense to stop anybody. I don't have faith that they actually are going to find a way to get not figured out by Bill Belichick and his expertise. Um, my hot take is let's go hundred and let's go another hundred yards and another touch for Dotson. He does it back to back weeks. I think that he needed that turnaround. Last Sunday, that was good to see. We ain't even mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's run that back. This Sunday versus the Pats. 